Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. And welcome, everybody, to FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. This is the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz, and I'm your host, Rob Fedoff, also known as RPT. You can find me on Twitter, at P. Fedoff. So for episode 71 today, we now have a new men's basketball coach this week. It was official yesterday, which would have been March the 24th, as I look at my calendar here. There will not be an official press conference until this Thursday. I was debating whether to listen to that press conference first. Before I did this podcast, but I think I know enough about our new coach now to give my opinion on this new hire. So yesterday, March the, look at my calendar again, 24th, it was official. Micah Shrewsbury, former coach of Penn State, is now the new men's basketball coach at Notre Dame. I applaud this hire. This is a great hire. I wanted Shaka Smart, but I knew that probably wouldn't happen. The current coach at Marquette. There's a couple other coaches I was thinking that would be a great fit, but watching the end of this year, uh, see a lot of Big Ten games, obviously being here in Columbus, Ohio, I saw a lot of, uh, or not a lot, but a fair share of Penn State games at the end of the year. And then when I was watching the Big Ten tournament, uh, I saw Penn State get to the finals of that. They didn't win it. They barely lost to Purdue. And I just like the way this guy's teams play. Very uh, tough, hard-nosed, very efficient offensively and defensively. And to just his background of where he came from in the coaching ranks. So let's get off first. So Micah Shrewsbury coming from Penn State. They were the Big Ten runner-up for the tournament uh, championship. They were a 10th seed for the NCAA tournament. They annihilate. The the score wasn't even as close as this was. They beat Texas A&M in the first round, 76-59. And they lost a nail-biter to Texas, who's still in the NCAA tournament. And last night, which would have been Friday as I pre-record this, uh, uh, Texas is still in the NCAA tournament and looking very good like a Final Four team, if not looking like a national championship team. But they only lost to them 71-66 to to end their season. And that was the first, uh, prior to that game when they beat Texas A&M, that was the first Penn State men's basketball win in the tournament since 2001 and just as a a side note too when we were in the nit in 2009 we lost to penn state in the semifinals of the nits just a little quick tidbit there here's what shocked me and i know this isn't official but for multiple reports the deal is seven years and four million dollars per year which shocks me that they're paying that much for a men's basketball coach especially way how cheap Jack Swarbrick and Ron Paulus were for the assistant football coach hires earlier this year. So Jack, I applaud you. Uh, You're opening up the checkbook finally, because I think this is a, a great hire. Despite the fact coach Shrewsbury was only at Penn state for two years. uh, This is uh, it's taking a chance, but you, you have to pay to get a quality head coach. And, uh, I was shocked when I saw that number, $4 million per year. And I'm sure that $4 million is you know, a television deal because he'll have his own television show, like what Coach Bray had. So I'm sure it's not just salary. It's you know various incentives as well. Uh, so let's go into – so let's get to the basics about Coach Micah Shrewsbury. He's currently 46 years old. He's an Indiana native. That's one of the main reasons why he uh, took this job. Because that was the thing, too. I know Penn State's not the mecca of college basketball, 
but he's inheriting a program that's a mess right now, to put it bluntly. And I'm not uh, ashamed to say that. It is a mess. I know some people like to say, oh, it's not as bad as it. Yes, this program is a mess. I, I respected Coach Bray tremendously with the way he left. And it wasn't all his fault, too. It was various factors. But we just didn't have the talent at the end. And he's inheriting a mess of a program. He's going to have five players as of right now. Uh, two are incoming freshmen. One's really good. He's tremendously good. He's probably not going to be a one and done. He'll be a four-year player, which is good because I think we're going to need a, a mixture and I'll get into that a little bit later. But this is a mess. I made a, a, a comment, a comparison. I, I can't remember. It was something during the football season comparing a clean toilet to a dirty toilet. This program right now is like, if you go into it, I, I know this is probably way more than you need to know and it'll discuss some people, but I'm just trying to tell you what he's inheriting right now. It is a rest stop area toilet out of uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre type movie where you got a turd the size of a baby's forearm and nasty other stuff in there from, you know, you know, vomit from people being drunk the night before. I'm like I said, a nasty, nasty toilet. But I have full faith in Coach Shrewsbury. It's he's he's going to make this toilet of a program right now into something after you use scrubble bubbles to make a pristine looking toilet for this program. I have that much faith in this guy right now. Uh, but I, I'm telling you right now, being a huge Notre Dame fan, I don't know if I would have taken this job because what he's inheriting right now, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre toilet situation that I just described with the turd the size of a baby's forearm, I, I don't know if I would have done that. But here's the thing what I learned about Coach Shrewsbury. He's an Indiana native. Grew up in the Indianapolis area. So he's he's got family in Indiana. That's his home state. He loves the state. He grew up a huge Notre Dame fan, especially a Notre Dame football fan. Uh, Coach Freeman was showing him around during spring practice yesterday. And I think today as well. Because I think they're having open, open practice sessions for the Notre Dame football uh, program right now. So he, he knows what it is about the whole Notre Dame lore and everything. Because I think that gets lost now with kids now. They never saw especially kids now, let's say 15 to 18 years old, even kids in college, they never saw Notre Dame, especially football-wise, uh, you know, pre, or I should say during that 90, uh, or 88 to 93 run, and even before that. I mean, for me, that was, you know, Notre Dame in its heyday, especially football-wise. But we've had, we've probably seen more, uh, I should say, success in the basketball, even more like with the women's team. But what I'm just trying to say he knows all about that Notre Dame lore, and I think he'll embrace that, similar to what Coach Freeman did with the football team. So let's see here, 46, Indiana native. As I mentioned before, I, I was shocked when he took the job, but he does have family here. And also, he's just, he just respects Notre Dame, and he knows what it's all about, about the whole Notre Dame uh, lore and tradition. And he just wants to make the, the basketball program the same way. And it's going to be a quite the task, but just by watching his teams, you know, Penn state play the last couple of weeks, I have a hundred percent faith in this guy right now. He was one of my choices to become uh, the next basketball coach. And when their season ended last Saturday, I texted a buddy of mine to say, Hey, I think by the end of the week, Micah Shrewsbury is going to be our next head coach. And if that happens, I'm just going to be elated. And I was elated. I think it's first started to break uh, Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening. 
so last two years at Penn State, 37 wins, 31 losses. I know that's not too impressive with the wins and losses, but it's Penn State. Penn State, they're anemic for uh, men's college basketball. And this year they were 23 and 14. So the first year, kind of a stepping stone from him to get, you know, his philosophy down. And then this year they really took it a step up being big 10 tournament runners up and then having a solid showing in the NCAA tournament, his previous uh, coaching positions. I'm just going to focus on the main uh, assistant coaching jobs he had. So from 2011 to let's go first 2007 to 2011, he was an assistant coach for Brad Stevens at Butler. And when you hear that name, Brad Stevens, great coach at Butler, uh, solid coach for the Boston Celtics. And now I believe he's the uh, vice president of operations at, for the Boston Celtics. He, I don't want to say retired from coaching, but he took a step uh, aside from coaching to be in the front office for Boston. Well, you say 2007 to 2011 Butler. Yes, that was the Butler team's 2010 to 2011 that went to the national title game. 2010 team, uh, when Gordon Hayward just missed that last second three-point shot, uh, more or less, they almost won a national title is what I'm trying to say. And the 2011 team, that was a horribly played national title game. They lost to UConn. Neither team could hit any shot, but they still made it to the national title game. That's an accomplishment in itself. So uh, Brad Stevens is an assistant at Butler. Then for 2011 to 2013, he goes to Purdue. Purdue has some of their best um, teams during that period. I know Purdue doesn't seem to do well in the tournament, but he had those teams pretty primed as an assistant coach. Um, uh, being an assistant under Matt Painter, that is, a decent coach in the college ranks. And then from 2013 to 2019, he goes back to Brad Stevens to be an assistant for the Boston Celtics. During that time period, they went to two back-to-back -back Eastern Conference Finals for the Celtics. And those were uh, some pretty solid uh Boston Celtics team. So what I'm trying to say is he has great experience from being at Purdue, Butler, and Boston, very successful teams, and also has had great mentors to tutor him to get to this position, position at Notre Dame to turn this thing around. Because as I mentioned earlier, we got five players right now. I know there's the transfer portal. You only can use that so much. You're kind of limited at Notre Dame for that. I will say though, Creating a team from scratch in basketball is going to be a lot easier than football because you pretty much need just about nine to 11 players. So he is getting a great uh, point guard coming in. Marcus Burton out of Penn High School in South Bend. They, uh, he's a, he's only, uh, let's see here. He's six foot, 165 pounds. Not the, uh, not the biggest kid. He's probably going to be a four-year player, which we want. And I, th his ceiling is not as big as JJ Starling is, but he's not as, as raw of a talent as JJ Starling is too. JJ Starling, great talent. He transferred to Syracuse, unfortunately, but Marcus Burton, I think his overall game right now is more fine tuned than what JJ Starling is. And that's what we need. We need, if you look at either the men's game or the women's game right now in the tournament, what's the one thing in common, they have a great point guard and we need a great point guard. So to start that, solid foundation that coach Shrewsbury is going to need Marcus Burton. I think despite just being a true freshman, he's going to be forced to play him regardless. I know with coach Bray, he didn't like to play freshman right away unless he had to like this year, because we had no point guard, 
uh, unless we played uh, JJ Starling. He's going to have to play unless he can get just a stud transfer. And I don't know if that's possible, but um, Marcus Burton's going to be the key to start this thing up because I know we, I've always said to watch us have one of the great, great, greatest seasons we've had this year because all the odds are stacked against us. And we never had to just start a team from scratch, but that's highly unlikely. My previous podcast that I just recorded, I said too. I was a delusional Notre Dame fan for so long. I just put too much expectation and just think everything would turn out. But you got to be a realist too. And I'm, I'm calling out to all those still delusional Notre Dame fans. Hear me out on this right now. The still delusional Notre Dame fans. This may take uh, some time. When I say time, I'm not saying five to seven years. I'm saying about two to three years to really get Coach Shrewsbury's philosophy into Notre Dame. Just to, uh, because this is, and that's the thing too. Let me take a step back. Look at, especially the men's uh, tournament right now. I know you have all like Alabama who lost last night and I picked them to lose. For one, they have great athletes. Don't get me wrong. They have great freshmen on the team. But what do they not have? They're not very good offensively and they're not great shooters. And I said, if they ever get a team that is a decent enough shooting team, which San Diego State really wasn't a great offensive team either, but they just had a really bad offensive uh, performance last night, and they lost. If you put Cormac Ryan, who take another step back, I didn't know he had another year of eligibility to go for Notre Dame. He uh, he entered his name in the NBA draft, which I doubt he gets drafted, but then he also entered his name into the portal. So he's going to be gone from the program as well, but he could come back, but does... Does he want to play for a new head coach? Who knows? But what I'm trying to say for that Alabama team, had they had two types of players like Cormac Ryan, Dane Goodwin, Nate Lashewski, who could shoot the three-pointer very well, they just weren't great athletes or uh, great defenders, they're, they they probably win that game against San Diego State last night. What I'm trying to say, you need that balance. I don't care if you're getting all five-star recruits in, one and dones. That's not going to win a national title. Calipari, the one year he did win a title that so-called that way in 2012 with some talented freshmen. But he also had some sophomores, juniors, and seniors. You need that blend of great athletes, great defenders, because you need defense to win a title. These Because anybody can uh, muster up a decent offense now. You need, a, you need defense. College football, it's the other way around. You... Uh, need kind of a bend but don't break defense but you need an offense to score about 30 to 40 points a game to win a national title and basketball you got to make stops critical stops at those times but you also have to have uh, someone to nail down that shot is what i'm trying to say i can't say enough just a balance balance go back to the 2004 uh, bronze medal uh, olympic team basketball team that was a team great nba talent but they couldn't shoot so then the next year when they get Coach K, yes, he still has, you know, great defenders, great athletes, but he also has great shooters in the 2008 team. And since then, we've won the gold medal ever since then because they found out you just can't have great athletes and uh, great defense. You need a, a mixture of offense, defense. What I'm just trying to say is balance, balance, balance. And I think Coach Shrewsbury will find uh, that's the way to go. I mean, that's what he had at Penn State as I watched his uh, teams the last couple of weeks. So we shall see, but I can't say enough. My 
so-called fellow Irish fans, especially to the still Notre Dame delusional fans, give this thing a time. Give this guy a chance. Don't be expecting anything spectacular. Don't expect an ACC championship next year, ACC tournament championship this year, or next year, I should say. Final four berth. I think this is going to take, you know, some feeling out for the next one to two years. But by year three, I think he's going to have this team primed and ready to make ACC uh, championship runs, uh, March Madness run. But it's going to take, but hey, if, if it, if it ends up happening sooner than I thought, hey, I'm all for it. I mean, I'm, but it, it depends. We just don't know who he's going to get in the portal. And he only has two recruits coming in. And we may have other guys leave the program as well. And we're down to five players at the moment. So I just don't know if I start seeing some, oh man, this, this portal kid's pretty good. This portal kid. But even saying that, they got to gel together. And that's why I'm all about, okay, have a couple sprinkled, you know, McDonald's All-Americans, one and Duns. That's fine. But you need also three to four year players as well. Because if you don't have any sort of continuity between one year one to year two or year two to year three, you're always starting over. And if you don't have that balance and continuity, I just don't think you can make that uh, push for a national title into March. I mean, look at all the teams right now in the Elite Eight. They're pretty much, yeah, they have some talented freshmen in there, but it's mostly junior, senior-oriented players and also great point guards. I mentioned that earlier. But if you look at Kansas State, uh, who else? I don't have a, a list right now, but just off the top of my head, you know, your Kansas States, your Miamis, uh, Texas, Gonzaga. Uh, what's the other team? The Florida. Uh, is it Florida Atlantic? Those are pretty much not one-year players. I mean, I think some of those teams do have some one-year players or two-year players in there, but you need that really good balance in there. And I'll say this too, and this is sad to say, but back to the, uh, you know, the, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre toilet example that I just mentioned. When I look at pretty much all these teams in the NCAA tournament, now, not just, now there's some players that Notre Dame that we have that were better than certain players on these teams, especially these 15 and 16 seeds. But if you look at overall talent, every single team I can say has more overall talent and athleticism than the current Notre Dame program or the program this year at Notre Dame. If you look at that Farley Dickinson team, when I watched, they the one that beat uh, Purdue here in Columbus. Their athletes were better than Notre Dame. Their uh, just overall basketball talent was better than Notre Dame. The only thing that Notre Dame had over Farley Dickinson was size. I think the average player for Farley Dickinson was six foot one. And obviously Notre Dame, Nate Leshevsky's, I think six ten. And we had some decent size this year. We just didn't know how to use it. And we didn't just have that true post player. But if you look at the teams in the NCAA tournament now, so much more athletic than Notre Dame, better defensively than Notre Dame, just overall talent. It's night and day compared to what Notre Dame has right now. But I think the key is this Marcus Burton point guard kid coming from Penn High School. He's going to be that stepping stone for Coach Shrewsbury to really jumpstart this program. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm being a realist right now, not being a delusional Notre Dame fan now. I'm hoping for the best next year, but I think there's some going to be some growing pains just to figure this whole thing out because you got two kids coming in from high school. 
And then who's ever left over from this year's team who were not developed uh, in the past two to three years. And then you're going to have a bunch of tra transfer portal kids. It's like having an AAU team or just, you know, at the, on the playground, you know, you get six kids up against the wall. I'll take this kid. I'll take that kid. And that's going to take some time. I know coach Calipari does well with that at Kentucky, but he's only won one national title doing it that way. And that team was not all freshmen. Coach K changed his philosophy and went with a lot of one and done kids. He won a championship in 2015, but it wasn't all freshmen. You cannot win by just having five McDonald's All-Americans. I know the Fab Five came close to that in 93. And, or no, 92 and 93 when they were freshmen and sophomore. But they didn't win at all. And I think you just need that balance. I can't stress that enough. Balance, balance, balance. And I'm 100%, 110% confident that Coach Shrewsbury is going to turn this thing around by year two or year three. So thank you so much for joining me for episode 71. Congratulations, Coach Shrewsbury. Welcome to the Notre Dame family. I think this is an excellent hire. We're going to support you through this, uh, you know, this seven-year contract. I think you're going to turn around sooner than what we expect. But we will, especially for me, the non-delusional Notre Dame fan, I'm going to be patient, especially for year one, and just enjoy the whole process as we see an entirely pretty much new team next year. So thank you so much. And as always, go Irish.